Welcome to episode 8 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith, and with me as always is my faithful co-host, the cliff to my norm, Ryan Ragai Amy. I hope you can tell by my puzzled face I have no idea what Cliff and Norm, who who they are, what they are, how they are related. It is just a shame. gone right over my head. Not like, okay, I'll give you a hint. It's from a classic sitcom. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a little bit of 20 questions right now. Is it, uh, do you know if it's a sitcom that I've seen? I'm assuming. You should. Like, I'm not saying you've watched all the episodes, but you've had to. Oh, wait a second. Are they from. Are they the two guys from Cheers? There we go. Okay, okay. Because, uh, Norm. Was it Norm was the mailman? No. Oh. And that was actually a. Just dawned on me that I gave you the mailman guy. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Until we just start talking about it, but Norm was the guy at the end of the bar. He walked in. Yes. He was. Um, oh, Discord totally just made that woo just vanish into the ether. Well, it was. He'd come in and they all go no. <laughs> it did it again. They say Norm. They say Norm. His name is Norm. Yes. And apparently, if I tell you that they do it on the show, our Discord does not like it. Discord does not like it. It's funny because um, I, I I think uh, with some other podcasts that I listen to, when they record through Discord, the same thing happens to them on Discord, but it still goes through the recording. So that may very well happen when we listen back. Uh, to make sure everything so was okay. I just hear me repeating myself because you told me it's not here. I mean, I am the producer, so I might be messing with you. I don't know, you know. <laughs> you messing with me, it's because you don't know what you're doing. Don't I mean, that, that's, that's also true. <laughs> yeah, so it was from Cheers. Anyways, anyways, yes. From Cheers, you gave me the mailman guy. And, uh, and that yeah. Was it, that what, part was unintentional. Yes. Wasn't... Norm, what, didn't he also do uh, the the Bears guys on SNL? Well, he was one of the Bears guys. Uh, yeah, occasionally. Okay. And, and I'm going, oh, I'm going blank on that actor's name, but the guy who played Cliff, who's John Ratzenberg. Yep. He's the guy who has a small role in every Pixar movie. Oh yes. He's Ham and. Toy Story, and he's Mac and Cars. He was the Abominable uh, Snowman and Monsters Inc. Yes, they have him in every picture oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, he's he's great. And I think um, in Ratatouille, I found this out recently because uh, kind of funny they're doing the Pixar movies in review, and he uh, was actually in Ratatouille. In, which was the one based in France, and nobody yes. really had, you know, except for the main character, nobody else had, you know, a, a, an English or American accent, really. And uh, I found out he was the, um, like, the maitre d', the host for the restaurant, for Gusteau's. I was yeah, like, oh. I've never actually seen that movie. Oh, it's 
it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not definitely not Pixar's best, but it's worth a watch. And the boy, the boys would probably find it fun. Um, plays with perspective, really cool uh, perspective and scale. So, and the actor's name uh, that played Norm, his name is George Went. That's it. I like. Yes. It was in the back of my head. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we I did not know his name. No. No. So. Yep. Because I did not know anything really all that much about Cheers. So. There you go. Cheers to our cheers. I did. I did. I almost had a spit take right onto my very expensive computer monitor. Oh my god! I wish you would have. <laughs> oh man! That would have made everything so. Oh, would have been great. Anyways, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. It's been a strange last couple of days. Um, pretty convinced it it may may have something to do with uh, the moon's gravitational pull on the Earth, causing us to have some weird, wacky moods. Uh, I know you. We talked uh, a couple of days ago, and you were saying the same kind of thing. You were just ready for the week to be done, and. Uh, yeah, it's just been a it's been a weird couple of days. Not bad, not bad at all, really. Just just weird, just weird. So, but today was good. Today was good. Yeah, I don't have much to cap off this week. Uh, we're still waiting on the hopefully find out if mortgage was approved for mm-hmm. the house. So we're just. Waiting on that, and yeah. we were starting to mildly, both of us we were both starting to mildly freak out by the end of the week, but uh, Mrs. Smitty has been talked to like our loan officer, and mm-hmm. he pretty much said, yeah, this is normal, things take a while, they asked, because they were like starting, like the bank was starting to ask for like additional information, clarification mm-hmm. about this and this, and we were starting to like... Like, oh, oh, okay, this isn't good. This isn't good. Mm, yeah. And he's like, no, this is normal. It takes a while. They ask a lot of questions. He's like, it's okay. Yeah. So so we just had that, and today, for the first time, I think since towards the end of 2019, Mrs. Smitty and I went to a movie theater. Those still exist? Yes. Thank <laughs> goodness. Oh. Uh, we saw In the Heights, which uh, yes. the people who don't know, it's, uh, it's from a musical that Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, yep. he wrote that before Hamilton. Oh, uh, I didn't know Hamilton that. Be, yeah, he, that was his first musical. Oh. The the trailers and commercials that I've seen, I as soon as I saw the, the trailer for the first time, like I think on a YouTube ad, usually, obviously, I skipped those. Uh, I did not skip that one, and I was like, this looks like a movie that I would really enjoy. It's not like like how with Hamilton, they recorded like a, a version of that at Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is like an actual movie. Yes, with like all the exactly. all the cool camera stuff and yeah. Yeah, and like those visual effects and yes. stuff that they couldn't do in like a musical or like a stage musical like there's stuff for them like in water and stuff yeah. like that and yeah but it was cool and uh yeah 
we had a good time. It was nice being in a movie theater. We went to AMC, so there's a super comfy yep. reclining chairs. Very nice. Movie theater, movie theater popcorn. Ooh. My goodness. Movie theater popcorn. I mean, how I much How much butter? How, like, was it, like, half full, like, <laughs> just sopping wet with butter? <laughs> yeah, you know, I tried to be conservative. Okay. At those, okay. Especially with that, because you do your own butter at, at AMC's. Oh, that's right. Okay. Like, they just, like, have the bucket, and then, like, so the trick I do, and I don't know if I, other people, I, I don't have done this, but in mm-hmm. case you haven't, anyone listening or you, Fuzzy, mm-hmm. Uh, fuzzy? Who's Fuzzy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you already established episode one. That's why you're nicknamed. Yeah. That's why I've called, I've called you that for over a decade. It's when you're in, it's when you're labeled as on my phone. Yes. It's going to happen. You're fuzzy to me. A lot of guys have a name for me, but this is for eight episodes in. It's the first time I've slept. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I was like, wait, Fuzzy? Oh. I've <laughs> called you that. Like, my mom barely knew she was Ryan. She yes, she was that's right. Like, you're, you're fuzzy. That's yep. how it is. And that I've got a fit, great face for radio. <laughs> Very true. So, <sighs> proud uh, of trick I do, social <laughs> AMC, is yep. they have like, the little cardboard, like, mini box so you can open up, I think, to like, put your drinks or snacks or stuff in. Yep. So you, open, you get one of those, open it up, you dump about half your popcorn in there. Okay. Then there's one that, then the popcorn is still in the bucket. You put the butter, you put the salt, you shake it around, mm. do a couple times of that. Okay. And then the amount that's in the container, do the same thing of that, and then you dump that popcorn back into the bucket. I see. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Because, <laughs> you know, if you just try to do the top, and I actually learned the basis of that technique from one John Beckler. Mm. Uh, we were at a movie theater and they were like loading. he's like put like half the popcorn in put butter and then do the next half so since you do your own it's like this way you don't get past the top layer of popcorn and all the salt and butter are gone mm-hmm. that man is full yeah. of wisdom full of wisdom oh yeah <laughs> it's what happens when you get when you get close to 50 ooh <laughs> We just throwing that out there. I wasn't gonna say anything about that. But we were just throwing that out there. We we love you, John. We really do. But you know, just know it's all in it's all in good fun. <laughs> he knows. He knows it. He's not even. And even if he does, he wouldn't hide from it. He'd be like, "Yeah, I know." Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it was good to get out and to be at a movie theater again yes. and just see a movie. So it was good. Yeah, I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Sonic with Isaiah. Um, and that came out in February of 2020. So yeah, it was literally like three or four weeks before everything shut down. So, um, yeah. I can't remember the last movie... It might have been the Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was. I remember 2019 and 2020 were, well, beginning of 2020, were relatively big um, theater-going things for me and Isaiah. Like, I took him to see Endgame, um, and I was proud of him that he was able to make it through that three-hour movie. And not because, obviously, it's bad or anything, but, but the, just the fact that... A, that a seven-year-old at the time would uh, would be able to get through that and not want to leave. 
Um, and then uh, Far From Home, and then uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, we okay, saw that's the last movie I saw at theaters. Now. Okay, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was probably the worst of the bunch that that I took him to see in theaters. So, well, okay. we I, it wasn't for I shouldn't say worst of the bunch. It wasn't for me. That's right. That's what we're we've adopted that little phrase into our family. So. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, we, I'm trying to think of what we, what we had going on today. Well, we had like a parents night out thing at the Y. So after I got done with work, I finished up like 20 ish minutes early, I think maybe 15 minutes early. And, uh, I was able, um, at my job, we can use, uh, annual leave to make up for the rest of that time if we, if we want to. Um, so I did and I don't do it very often. Um, but, uh, so we, uh, I came home and took a shower and then we had to get the boys ready cause parents night out started at four. And then, so we took them over to that. Um, Grace and I went out, uh, to a place here called Avacoli's, um, for dinner. I had, uh, shrimp riggies. Um, she got some fancy thing, chicken chicken pa- pakala or something like that i don't know it was her stuff was good my stuff was good we brought home so many shrimp riggies because of that bowl was, it was a heaping mound and we brought home some garlic knots as well and it was glorious um it was so so good um but uh the live those parents night out started at four o'clock that's right in our 80s that's still afternoon now to be fair one uh, most of the time uh in syracuse it does get dark pretty early (laughs) this is like the only time of year and you know i mean it goes along with the seasons but still uh, you know, there are sometimes during the year or four, four o'clock, it's getting pretty dark out. Um, but yeah, then, June. <laughs> but then also wisdom of Deadpool. Why pick out, uh, why, why is it such a bad thing to go out to dinner for the early bird specials? You save money and you're home, you know, before it's too late. You know, that's, that's, that's not exactly how that line goes. Ryan Reynolds delivers it much better than I do, of course, but you know. It's still wisdom that I hold on to. And you probably need to keep a family friend in. That, well, actually, no, he keeps that. It's, it's clean. It's a clean line. One of the few that they're not uh, replacing uh, words with, uh, with things like uh, frying pan or, yeah. f- or fruit. <laughs> so... But, uh, but yeah, let's let's jump into things. We've got this or that going on this week, and um, and I would like to say though, uh, you told me a few days ago what the topic was. I liked it. I was good with it. Ten, no, five minutes of oversight recording. Yeah. Told no, changing the topic a lot, somewhat. So from one that I could actually work with to one that I'm like, all right, sure, let's do it. <laughs> it's going to be Smitty going – I mean, he was probably going to get 100%. But to be fair, they were also pretty obvious because it was going to be Pokemon move or wrestling move. And, yeah, I mean, it's pretty I obvious. I was really looking forward to it. 
I'll tr- stick with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna come I will that will be a this or that. I promise. It will eventually be a this or that. But this week ended up getting away from me, and so I'm gonna have to punt that to another week. Um uh, and so this week for our this or that I called an audible and it's going to be if it's a bug Pokemon or a real world bug. Uh, and um, I don't know how um, Smitty feels about bugs, if he gets grossed out by them, uh, if they're just kind of neutral, if he has a collection of them somewhere. No, I don't love them, that's for sure. Okay, okay. You're not a. Uh, um, not a bug guy. Not a bug guy. Not a bug guy. I was, I was trying right. to think of the science name for it, but anyways. I don't care. <laughs> okay, so. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. Here we go. So we've got first one. Giant Weta. Giant Weta. Giant Weta. I'm going to say Pokemon? And that is a... It's a real bug, and it is from New Zealand. I didn't think I didn't think there was any Pokemon it's like giant something. Yeah, they usually just change up their names. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, all right, that's all right. Keep it is. Going. It is a bug from New Zealand, and it is gigantic in this picture, and it's freaking me out. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, let's see. We're gonna go with Golisopod. Uh, Pokemon. That is correct. That is correct. Hey. <clears throat> um, let's see. We've got Snom. I'm sorry, what? Snom. Nom? Snom. Like, do you want me to spell it? Uh, no. Okay. Um, it's, it's got like a, you know, Snom. There you go. No, I'm going to say real bug. That is a Pokemon. All right. (laughs) That is a Pokemon. Um, Atlas Moth. A real bug. That is correct. That is correct. So you're back up to 50-50. Yay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Surskit. Sounds like a knockoff of a Triscuit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Triscuit. Uh, I'm going to say it's a Pokemon. That is correct. That is correct. You're at 60%. Yay. Um, and let's see. We're going to go with Grubbin. Um, Grubbin. Uh... I know real bug. That is a Pokemon. Alright. <laughs> and let's see. So um, three and three? Three and three. Three and three. I don't have the whiteboard this time. Um you did, I just saw it. I, I did, but I don't have anything to erase the old information on, so you know. Boo. Boo on you, sir. <laughs> Durant. Kevin Durant? Yeah, Kevin Durant. 
That is correct. Four, four, uh, four of them are, are correct for you. Um, oh. Anima Pan. Yeah. That is real. That is true. That is a, that is real. Pison U. That is also real. <laughs> so you're at six and three. You got three in a row, dude. Last one. So you automatically got a got above a fifty. Uh so let's see here. We've got Heracross. That is correct. You end seven out of ten. Way to go. Nicely job. Nicely job. Oh, here we go. And we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, This time it was my child not uh, wanting to go to sleep. And uh, so now we are even on that front. (laughs) So. All right. So we wrapped up in exciting this or that. Oh, yes. Uh, 70%. 70 percent i think that's your best score thus far all right i'll take it <laughs> all right so since we talked about pokemon mm-hmm. uh, one thing that we want to talk about i guess this weekend next weekend uh this coming this... to well it's actually started today e3 yes e3 the electronic entertainment expo video game thing people <laughs> Yes. So, uh, instead of taking 10 minutes to explain everything, just Nintendo's going to have like a, a presentation on yes. Tuesday. And uh, Ragar has told me that it's speculated that they will be announcing one or two uh, downloadable characters for Smash Brothers. Yes. So then we were talking about, uh, you know, ideas or thoughts or who we'd like to see and uh i was the first one that i don't know if it would ever even happen uh but in smash Bros. it would be awesome if they had scorpion from mortal kombat that was a downloadable character that would be i would be down for that awesome that would be so cool um yeah, it's uh, I I do want to say real quick before we like really get into that one cuz that is a really good one. It's a big deal that E3 is happening this year cuz it did not happen last year. Um thanks COVID. Um and it is digital only, but in a way it kind of helps uh because I mean they, they were already being broadcast live, but <clears throat> it just makes it just makes the companies be a little bit more creative as well and stuff like that. So um, and there's going to be other companies that, that get some, uh, spotlight on them that wouldn't normally with the big in-person conferences and everything. So it's pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, Nintendo is going to be closing out the show on Tuesday and yeah, so these are some of our hopefuls and Smitty's hopeful is Scorpion and that would be awesome. There is a, um, precedent for having, um, uh, characters from mature rated games um in in the smash brothers series i mean we had solid snake 
uh, join in Brawl and... Uh, or was it Melee? Was he a Melee or Brawl? It was Brawl. And Melee. Okay. Okay. So it was the one on the Wii, uh, Brawl. And then um, we have Bayonetta. She was put into the Wii U version. Um, so it has happened. And, I mean, he's a fighting character. And we would also be able to see Ryu versus Scorpion. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Cap, that would be, what, Capcom and WB, they don't, they won't do the crossover, but Nintendo has the guts for it. Well, hopefully. Hopefully Nintendo would, would have the guts for it. Um, but that would be, that would be really cool. That would be awesome. Uh, now, speaking of Mortal Kombat, why Scorpion in particular? Because uh, I know, obviously, there's a lot of popular characters like Sub-Zero, Raiden, stuff like that. Another one. Just think like when a lot of people think of Mortal Kombat, like Scorpion's kind of like one of the big names, and yeah, like uh, on Injustice, the first one, he yes. was a character in there. That's true. And yeah. it was cool playing on that, but mm-hmm. like that was more to like. That was kind of on the same power as Mortal Kombat. The same studio made it, and I think it was another round. Yes. Yep. And whereas, like, you know, with Smash Brothers, just a different like environment type, and like, yeah, you know, just and like you know to see like knowing how like Smash Brothers like physics work and yeah. like the get over oh, here thing would be so cool. Ah. Yeah. That and like. Just to see how they incorporate like that character's like moveset into like the Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the world. And on the same line, Sub Zero. Like Sub Zero would be a set, another one that like. Yeah. Because like, there isn't anyone like those type of characters. No. Like, there's the Ice Climbers, but just like, Ice is the only. <laughs> like you that's can't the, really compare. That's the, the only common thread there. <laughs> Yeah, so Sub Zero would be another yeah. fun one, like with like a freeze blast, or, like freeze, and like there isn't anything in Smash Bros. that does that. So yeah. Now I will say, cool. if I mean there is uh, also you know something uh, I think multiple characters have this uh, the Echo Fighter, where like Daisy and Peach are so similar that if you have a certain setting switched on they're actually on the same character block and you can just switch between them if you want Daisy or if you want Peach. Same thing with uh, Ryu and Ken. Ken is Ryu's Echo Echo Fighter. So it could be Scorpion Sub-Zero. I would say no. Yeah. I would because... Just because of how different their movesets are? Yeah, they look similar, but but the characters are completely different. Whereas Ken and Ryu... They do like the exact same thing. <laughs> that that is true. That is true. And so, like, yeah. you know, those two, like Sub Zero and Scorpion, they look similar, but like yeah. the characteristics and like the mannerisms, like all that's so yeah. completely different. I think they warrant being separate characters. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I think uh one of my um one of my characters that I've been asking for for a while is um, Dante, the main character from a series called Devil May Cry. I don't know if you've ever played that game. 
don't think I've ever actually played it. Okay. It's a very uh, stylish action platformer. Um, it actually started out as Resident Evil 4, um, but the engine, like they were tinkering around with having uh, having Resident Evil go a little bit more action-based. Um, and so they were, you know, tinkering around with like juggling mechanics and stuff like that. And like bouncing back and forth between different weapons, and thus was born the Devil May Cry series. And it's very fast. He's got lots of different weapons that he can use. Um, he's got two handguns. He gets a shotgun. He's got a sword. Um, I could even see like for his final smash, like uh, he turns into a demon. Um, he can fly around, you know, and do lots of damage, tear people up, and, and you know, and then turn back and which. I was thinking with with your Mortal Kombat guys, they would really have to tone because I'm sure those final smashes would be something like a fatality. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. considering that Nintendo is the family's friendly of <laughs> systems, yeah, yeah, they would, they'd have to tone it down. That's honestly why I think at least well, either of those characters wouldn't make it because it's like. Then you'll have oh, they, they, they could make it two. work. Sakurai's a wizard. They could make it work. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I could see that. Um, but, yeah, Dante Dante would be really cool. Um, he's just, he and, again, totally could see a moveset with, like, his sword, again, his swords, his, his guns. Um, and his other, like, magical abilities. Like, it could be... He could be a really fun character. Not that they need another sword wielder, but, you know, what are you going to do? Sure. <laughs> but uh, you got any more? What are, you, what are your other ones? This is about the ones I had. I know you had one other you were telling me about. Um, the well, there's one... I mean, there there's kind of a few more. Uh, another hopeful... Well, for a long time, people have been hoping for at least with with uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate was uh, Crash Bandicoot. Um, Ooh, yeah, cool. that would be a really fun one. Would that be fun. And I, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Just to say, I'm curious as to what kind of move set. Like, you know, it's a fun game series, but it's uh, like limited. So yeah, he's got he's got that spin dash. He's got that spin dash. Um, so slide. Yeah, he's got a slide. I think in later games he may even have added a punch. Um, but I know, like, I mean, they added they added so many things to the uh, stuff that Mario can do. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure they could come up with something working with the Crash Bandicoot uh, style team or whatever on Activision. Um, I think, know the one you were telling about the other day that people have been hoping for is Master Chief. Yes, Master Chief. And that one is kind of like the most legitimate hopeful just because of how much Nintendo and Microsoft have been working together recently um, with Microsoft bringing some of their um, independent games uh, that were they were exclusive, like released exclusively on the Xbox, and then um, they were putting them onto uh, Nintendo later on. So, um, like uh, stuff like Cuphead, Ori in the Blind Forest, um, and even I think the Ori sequel uh, came to came to the Switch. So, 
They've been working together. There's rumors that Nintendo may even uh, have an app coming to it to support the um, Xbox cloud gaming service. So you could play Xbox games through the cloud through your Switch, um, which would be mind-blowing. But Xbox has the mentality of bringing their games to everyone everywhere. So, yeah. Um Master Chief would be Master Chief would be really cool. Um, I personally have never beaten a single uh, Halo game, like single player. Yeah. But um, I, even though I never had an Xbox, I had friends like you who did, and uh, we would play Halo multiplayer every once in a while and uh, play Slayer and Slayer. And uh, blow each other up, throw plasma grenades at each other, and watch them stick. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, the sticky bombs. Yeah, the sticky bombs were great, and um, yeah, it was that's a that's a fun game. So um, I could definitely definitely see it working uh, working its way into Smash. And like I said, Sakurai, he's just he he knows what he's doing. His team knows what he's what they're doing, and. Uh, you know they could definitely make it work. So, um, but uh, the last one that they released uh, was Sephiroth, and I know you have no reference for him. Um, f- for me, uh, being a big fan of the Final Fantasy games that came out on the PS One, specifically seven, eight, and nine, um, there was a spinoff on there also called Tactics, but that's not part of that. Like trilogy of games but okay okay but like sephiroth man he was like he was awesome and when he came out and they announced him i was like freaking out grace was like i don't know what's going on right now (laughs) so um but it was it was it was awesome to see him uh i was freaking out and so um, if we can get another uh, big hype announcement like that, um, it would probably it would probably be Master Chief. Dante, I know, would get a pretty big pop too. But if they do announce another Fire Emblem character, I know there's going to be some groans. Um, so, yeah. but yep. you know, we'll see. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes, exactly. It is All what right. it is. So, oh man, so, uh, moving on. Yes, moving on. Uh, in the news of, uh, the world of wrestling, what's going on over in WWE, Smitty? Man, who knows? I don't even think they know. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we'll, we'll, we will we will have this be as long as we were originally intending, but, uh, you know, last, last, last week? I just said last a lot. But I think last it was, week, uh, yeah, it was last week, yeah. They... WWE made yet another big roster cut, and they have, since WrestleMania, and the company has a history of after WrestleMania doing some cuts, but they've done, like, the most they've done in, like, recent memory, especially with, like, AEW being, like, one of the the biggest competitors. They have not really been letting go of people, so and fear they'd be going there but yep. they're cutting talent they're cutting office people yep. and the heavy rumor I keep seeing online is that they are 
possibly looking to sell the company. Which is which just mind-blowing. Anything that would ever happen. Yeah, just... Like, if that actually happens, that would be probably the biggest thing to happen in the wrestling world since WWE bought WCW. Um, yeah, I mean, and and I have the list here. We have Braun Strowman. Uh, these were the ones released on June 2nd, so just last week. It was Braun Strowman. Since release, yeah. Yeah, uh, who won the one of the two WWE world titles um, last year at WrestleMania 36 and was still a main event guy leading up to this. Ish, yeah. It was a main event. Yeah, but still like like one of the big players. Um, Yeah. And Aleister Black, who, ugh. Like we're just like hyping up for it. like he just came back. Yeah. And we're doing promos. He had this whole new storyline going. What was and it? The Father of Darkness or something the, like the, that? Or the Dark the Dark Father. The Dark Father. Okay. Yeah. And, like I read that like uh, WWE Creative were told to stop pushing ideas for him or stop coming up with Ugh. pushes for him. So it's so awful and such wasted potential. Like when he debuted, because I I never really, I've never watched NXT, um, and I know he had great matches in NXT. Which for those who listen, who are listening right now, uh, NXT is their like the, kind of their kind of like their minor league system. Um, so far, system is so developmental. Yeah, yeah, more developmental, getting guys ready for the for the big roster on Raw and SmackDown and. When he did get called up, they did. They were giving him a good push um, in a very odd tag team with Ricochet, um, but it worked uh, for what it was. And I was enamored with Aleister Black. Um, he was off. I did watch NXT for a while. Yeah, and he was awesome on that. He, uh, and that yeah, the Black Mass move. Oh, that kick. That kick. Yeah, it was brutal. Brutal, was but also beautiful. <laughs> And they had they did such a good job of like presenting him like his entrance. Oh. Know, like he'd have like a various like spike coats and he was oh. on like a board that like, there was smoke and they had like a board that he would lay on. Yeah. So like he would then rise up in the smoke and uh, and it looked it like really looked like a vampire awesome. rising up out of his coffin. Yeah. Oh, so and then, like, good. like a like a very metal yeah. uh, intro music and it was just awesome. And oh, then so cool. The norm, got the main roster, had like has five minutes of shine, and then yeah, just then Vince McMahon was like, I don't know what to do with him. And yep, and it's so sad because like he like oh he could have been so cool like anyone not could have been he was cool they just uh, they're just still relying on stars from you know even fifteen years ago. The only guys that that have really done anything recently is you know guys like Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre, you know, and and other than that, they haven't really been creating a lot of new stars. I mean, we got yeah. Buddy Murphy, Lana, yeah, um, yeah, Lana. Lana's probably gonna join um, Miro. He was yeah. he was Rusev. Now he's Miro in AEW. Um, Ruby Riot, um, who just reformed with Liv Morgan after Liv Morgan's weird thing last year that she yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with Santana Garrett. I guess... Um, she was, like, NXT, and I okay. guess... Had just, and she had done, like, Indies, and I think uh, TNA or Impact, and... But she was on NXT, and then I think she had just started to come up. Okay. To the main roster. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but then... So that's it for the June 2nd, like, uh, talent cuts, not, not even including office staff. Um, and then the other cuts... Uh, were from March. Uh, well, there's one here from March 21st. My, like, the one that hurts me the most because I really, really liked him was Andrade. Um, and he just debuted at AEW. Yes, he did under uh, El, El Idolo oh. Andrade. Andrade El Idolo. Oh, I'm sorry, El Idolo. Um, which I believe is Spanish for the idol, right? Um, I think so. He kind of used. Some of that moniker with his WWE character. Gotcha. Like it was like in his intro music at one point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if he was actually cut. I think he asked for his release. Oh, did he? Okay. Um. Well, it does say report. Yes, he did request his release. Yes, that is true. Yep. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Was I? The one I that hurt the most was Samoa Joe. He yes. Got, like, after Mania. That's true. Yeah. That, Especially oh, since they his name was not on here. And commentary. Yeah. And then he, the one commentary at WrestleMania, we discussed how they did the weather issues. He's out like in a hurricane yeah. or storm, or he was on these weather issues, and then like two days later they cut him. Fill in time for him, and then yeah, and then he's gone. Yeah. Just, uh, I think it was just a. Unfortunate circumstance of any time they're going to do some of them, the dude got injured. Yeah, and like he was just plagued with bad injury, bad time injuries. Yeah. And it, and, and it's it just, so hard to like, cause cause they know they know that he's so talented, but yeah, it just seemed like he was just cursed, like bitten by an injury bug, over and over again, and it wasn't yeah. even like. Huge injuries, but they were enough that they piled up They where they would stall his momentum for, you know, he'd be out for, what, six weeks and then come back and rest, <clears throat> wrestle for a little bit and then be out again for a few weeks. And the in wrestling, you can't do the stop-start, you know. You got to have that momentum for and, a while. And unfortunately, in the world of WWE, you have one billionaire who... Bunched around, you know, if he loses food with you, it's like, yeah. Out. Yeah. Yep. If you sneeze on camera, forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> forget yeah, about so, it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The WWE, they're just. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally confused as to, like, what they're thinking, what their game plan is. Yeah. And. Now, I don't know, know if yeah. you've ever been fired or let go like laid off at a job um but at least uh, i uh with mickey james she had her belongings sent to her in a trash bag so that was kind of the norm like that happened to a lot of people apparently. and that that is the ultimate sign of disrespect um and goes to show like where wwe is right now which is which is so sad because it brought us so much enjoyment growing up, um, 
you know like we've we've talked multiple times of like watching older wrestling and i watched it with my dad and um you know i had the had the hulkamania sleeping bag and all the uh those awful awful action figures of the stiff rubber you know post don't you talk don't you talk poorly of the lj lens that i'm showing my camera i mean that but you know they're still bad though like you can't do anything you can't i mean they they bounce higher than they can move that's cool I mean, we had the, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's sad to see like, and I mean, it lines up, you know, when you, when you're wanting to sell your company, you want to maximize the profit that you get from it. So you're going to cut costs at the cost of people's lives, unfortunately, and livelihood, unfortunately, um, this is the dark side of capitalism, to be sure. Um, and it's very um, sad and unfortunate to see it happen. It sucks. Um, yeah, and like I said, like, it's one of the first times in forever that everyone's just like, what are they doing? Like, yeah. And because, like, no one ever even thought it would be the consideration for them to sell the company. Like, no. But I it's just, A, no one ever anticipates Vince McMahon to just step down. It's pretty yeah. much everyone's like, well, when he eventually dies. Yeah. Because the dude, like, like, you know, most people, like, want to have a life before they die. But, like, that dude's life is WWE. Is wrestling, yeah. Like, he doesn't believe in vacations. He, um, you know, even when he's off camera, he's behind the scenes on the, on the production team, you know, with the headset on tell literally feeding the lines to say to Michael Cole, um, you know, and whoever else is on the commentary desk. Um, yeah, so people figured that he'd never step down, but if he ever did, that his, daughter Stephanie McMahon and Triple H would like take over mm-hmm. so if they like to sell like he's grooming them <laughs> yeah but, you know, you know, they yeah. Would still be in those positions are they like who knows like I would I would certainly hope so because I know as much as seeing Triple H in a match makes us groan because we know it's going to be a really slow overly long slugfest that's going to take time away from other wrestlers who need that time um he knows what he's doing he knows the business and i mean nxt is his baby and uh yeah it's um it's just unfortunate because i I think we may have said it on the show before um, but I know we've said it to each other. Vince knows how to build new stars when his old stars have moved on to either where he got to the point where he thought they were too old or they just wanted to go, yeah, uh, go either retire or, you know, go to competition. And he had to scratch and claw in the mid nineties to get, you know, to where it started to turn towards where it's at now to be so profitable. But for a while, like so he just needs bad. to go back and watch his own material because he yeah. knows how to do it. He knows. I think he's just 
Who knows? Yeah, who who knows? That's all I can, can ever say when we talk about WWE. It's just like, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... But yeah, so it's, uh, it's so frustrating. Weird time to be a wrestling fan, because... Yeah. Just very uncertain. Yeah, and if anything, it does feel like... With, with most things, as far as, like, like, I follow sports and everything, things tend to go in cycles. Usually about a 20-year cycle, things go, and we're getting close, or we've already surpassed, like, the beginning of the Monday Night Wars between WCW and WWE, and it kind of feels like that has come around again with the impassioned crew that they have at AEW um, and they're scrappy and they're creative and they want I don't know if they necessarily want to take down WWE but they certainly are trying to take a big piece of that pie and WWE was has been on top pretty much by itself for so long that they are that they got complacent and you know, and and it's um, it's sad to see, and I, and I hope you know maybe they get creative and they do dig themselves out because I know I don't want them to go away because I still have never been to a WrestleMania, and <laughs> I definitely want to have that goal be fulfilled uh, in my lifetime um, for at least one. So, um, yeah, I. Uh, it's it's so frustrating. It's so so frustrating because there's lots and lots of talented people, um, and it seems like they are working for people that are unpredictable at best. So, yeah. Hey. I don't know. That's a that's a good note <laughs> for us to move on from. Do we have an ad break here? Are we sponsored yet? No. Oh dang it! No, All right. Ah oh, dang it! Okay. All righty. Well, um, I think we are gonna move on to uh, something a little more cheery, uh, and I know it's um, it's got to be got to be one of Smitty's favorite segments because it's all about him, and we know we know the ego on this guy. Like, oh my gosh, his head his head barely fits on the Discord call. Um, hey, just because I have a nerdy head does not mean you need to insult me. Um, just because I'm the reason that they don't have one-size-fits-all hats anymore, and it's one-size-fits-most. <laughs> it's like, a.k.a. just for, just for Smitty. Uh, <laughs> Except Smitty. Or, yeah, that's right. Except for Smitty. Um, so, uh, I was thinking... Um. Uh, oh no! I had it in my head, and now I lost it again. Uh, what was that band that I was gonna go with? Oh my gosh! Stall for time! Stall for time! <laughs> uh, the professionalism uh, on this show is just oh man, astounding week to week. Because uh, apparently you picked oh. one, but didn't actually <laughs> didn't actually have it in your head. Nope. Uh, so See, I'm, that's the benefit to me only having my phone is I can't rely on <laughs> multiple screens. That's and, right. That's right. I have I have all this all these tools at my fingertips and I can't remember the band that I was gonna go with, but I do remember it now. 
It is. And what's and what's the name of the segment that we have been building up for five minutes? Uh, has Rye Guy seen them? I'm just kidding. It's has Smitty seen them? Giving <laughs> <laughs> this crap on your segment. Has has Smitty seen Blink One Eighty Two? Yes, he has. Okay. I've seen Blink One Eighty Two on multiple occasions. Multiple occasions. The I would say uh, pound for pound, possibly. But I don't know. I don't know why I said pound for pound, but possibly the best drummer of the late '90s with Travis Barker. Uh, could be. Could, could be. be. He's, he's up there. Argument for that. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, uh, they're just a fun band. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've seen them on, well, I was going to say multiple incarnations, but really only two. Because uh, <laughs> uh, most of the times I saw them, it was the... Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLong, Travis Barker. Yes. Uh, Nine up of the band. But the last time I saw them uh, was. Ish, that was, I think, in. Man, I can't think of what year. Uh, did I say 2016? Okay. 2016 was the last time I saw them. Okay. And that was with uh, Matt Skiba on guitar and oh. vocals and he is the lead singer for alkaline trio oh okay i didn't know that uh, uh who who's the uh who's the guy that that left and is doing like alien research tom DeLong. tom DeLong, i okay so i thought it was tom DeLong, and that was my instinct that was my gut but i didn't want i i didn't want to embarrass you and yeah, i don't care i know what i'm talking about Doesn't yeah matter. you know what you're talking about <laughs> But it's Tom but, uh, DeLong, Mark Hoppus, he, like, yeah. He, like, isn't, they, I don't know, every, all three of them have different versions of his status of the band. He's okay. Like he's still in the band, but he's on break. <laughs> Other people say that he's on the band. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I've seen them a bunch. I think the only time where uh, perspective was that their show wasn't great mm-hmm. was, and this will be a spoiler for a future that's when you see them, but it's impossible to tell the story without seeing the band. Was they were on a co-headlining tour with Green Day? Oh yes, I think which, you. I think you've said before that uh, in other episodes that you've seen Green Day. All right, maybe. Yeah. But uh, and Green Day is a band that puts on just amazing show, and Green Day was on before Blink. And wow. Okay. I think it was because co-headlining, like they had like a rotation. Okay. I think. Gotcha. Where like the show, we're the closer. The show, we're the closer. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's there's a reason why Green Day is a headline band because uh, they're amazing, and like and Blink is also amazing. Yes. But after Green Day, it felt very lackluster. It was just like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, sure, you're here too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but that's the only time I felt that. Like, I mean, I keep going back to see him. Uh, boy, I, I'm trying. Like, I've seen, yeah, I've seen him. I'd say forty-five times. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, just awesome shows. I've 
sometimes I've gone to see them because of the opening act and they were there. Some a lot of times I've seen them because of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just uh, they're you know they're fun and you know even though they're getting older. Like last time I saw them, like I said with Matt Skiba at one point, they had uh, behind Travis Barker a giant uh, word on flames. And it was a, a a very big naughty word. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, like the naughty word. Oh, okay. <laughs> just in flames. So wow. behind Travis Barker, it's just a flaming F. Wow. <laughs> and then wow. three other letters. Yeah. Then uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to keep was, family uh, friendly. And I will say, I've said about a lot of the bands we've listed that... You know, I don't really listen or into the newer music. Mm-hmm. I listened to one of the last couple uh, Blink albums, and it's good stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not typical Blink. Like, it's not as punky. Mm-hmm. Like, like honestly, when I think they had the album was California, and that was the first one with Matt Skiba. Okay. Uh, like... I was telling the one of our, our friend Devin, oh, pardon me, that I feel like it could have been, like, they could have, like, just formed, like, said that they were a new band because it didn't feel like Blink-182. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, probably wouldn't garner as much attention because, like, you know, two-fourths of Blink-182 were in plus 44. Yeah. And that doesn't really get the same recognition as Blink no. 2 does. No, no, it, it certainly does not. I didn't even know that plus forty four was a thing. Until like right now. Yeah, until right, I was I was yeah, today yeah. years old when I learned plus forty four was a thing. Yeah, years ago, like Blink One Eight Two, quote unquote, broke up, um, and like Tom, that's when Tom DeLonge started Angels and Airwaves. I've heard of and them. Yeah. And then Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker, they, they got like, a couple of the guys, and they formed Plus 44. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. And, and yeah, so they reckon, <laughs> so I understand why they stayed as Blink-182, because <laughs> yeah. we all know who Blink-182 is. That's right. That's right. It looks like their most recent album is called Nine. Came out in 2019. Yes. Um, yes. That one I'm not going to listen to as much, but the one before that, California... That was a pretty solid album. Like, yeah. The cover like, looks yeah, cool. Just, what's that? The cover looks cool. Yeah, yeah. For California, yeah. But, yeah. but they you know, just any time they come around, if I'm able to, uh, that's one that, uh, as I've said before, my couple of, I've coupled, like, um, I'm not sure what I'm looking for, but, like, my trusted uh, concert-going friends. I've yeah. Got, Mrs. Smitty. Your concert Jenny, crew. My concert buddies. I got Mrs. Smitty, Jenny, and Devin. And there's like certain bands that like if this band's announced, okay, Devin's my guy. Mm. If this band's announced, all right, Jenny, let's go. Gotcha. And so Blink-182 is one where we hear they come around, I text Jenny, I'm like, okay, we're going, right? And, <laughs> and they're just, yeah, like... They put on a fun show, and yeah, they're going too. Smitty has seen them. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, the the two albums I'm most familiar with 
are Enema of the State and yeah. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which... Which I believe I saw to, today is the 20th anniversary of that coming out. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, let me... It does say... It just... It does just say on Spotify 2001. It doesn't have the exact date, but I believe you because I know sure, like, I know you know your stuff. Like I'm pretty sure I saw like Mark Hoppus post on Instagram like 20 years ago today. Okay, that's hey, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, I can't believe because I still remember loving the music video for uh, First Date. Like yeah, yeah. that I music video almost porn pornish. Yeah, like oh my gosh, his his mustache. Oh, dude, it's just it's so funny. Um, I thought "Stay Together for the Kids." I thought that was on Enema of the State. No, you're probably thinking Adam song. Oh, yep, that's what I'm thinking of. Yep, yep, good call. I know these things. You do know these things, and I'm glad you do. my wife goes, Who's the band that did a song like this and they were like this? I go, um, this band. Yes. Yes. You have, oh, excuse me. Bad. Wow. It's like it's 11.41 p.m. when we're recording this. Uh, almost. <laughs> um, yes, I almost. Yeah. I have a, you know, I can't tell you. I, I suck at geography, history. I'm terrible at But when it comes to music, I gotcha. What what's that old it sounded like you were gonna start quoting that really old song, uh more than the I love you more than the band I I don't know. I don't know. It's that old song. It's classic stuff. But you would you would know it if I said the lyrics. Um but I do know that I love you and I wish that you would love me too. What a wonderful world it would be. That's what it is. That's what it is. I, uh, anyways, I just went down a whole different tangent. And uh, I thought that's where you were going with it. I thought because like you're like, oh, I don't know all this other stuff, but I know music, uh, yeah. and I know no, bands. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, no, Blink One Eighty Two. They're they're a fun band. Again, I'd never gotten to see them, uh, but if I had a chance, um, even with them definitely uh, aging up, I know bands are still fun, even with the with the members being. Um, closer to uh social security age um so uh yeah i would i would love to see them if i had a chance so um just in case you listen shout out to jess wheeler because yes uh our song and you know what it is and i yeah so shout out to jess wheeler because i came it'd be a shame if i talked about bleak way too and didn't mention jess so hey jess (laughs) we love you jess (laughs) Oh man. Uh so uh moving on from that, uh, because that was that was awesome and I tried to derail it, but you kept us on the tracks. You were like uh Tom Hanks and Polar Express getting that getting that train on, on the ice. Anyways <laughs> Um I was moving up until I was moving it's the Tom Hanks. I'm like, yeah. Like, Polar Express. Oh. oh. <laughs> With the creepy zombie eyes. Um, yeah. So this week. Anyways, topic to run down, which I, we haven't discussed it, but I'm pretty sure this could be like, uh, for the length of the show, this oh. could be our 
reoccurring ending segment. Absolutely. Uh, and it will be full spoilers. So be yes. warned. It's at the end of the episode. So if you want to skip this part, we'll keep it at the end of the episode, I think, every week. Just so that, you know, you know, you don't you listen to everything else and then you skip out on the on this talk. So what show came out this week, Smitty? Loki is what we we're talking about. Loki. Damn. And so the difference with this compared to the other Disney Plus Marvel shows is, you know, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, those shows had aired come and gone before we started our podcast. That is correct. Like our first episode we recorded the night after the series finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So we, like, recapped the series, and I think we talked about WandaVision at least a little bit. Yes, we did. Yeah, I think I think we talked about both pretty equally. Yeah, so, but this is the first one that, like, is starting to air, and since they come out on a weekly basis, you know, like TV does. Mm-hmm. Or at least uh, they used to. This is a show <laughs> that we are able to weekly talk about. And yes. And have to sum up, like, a whole series. Yes. So, but yes, episode one of Loki came out this past Wednesday and was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. Tom Hiddleston is back in our lives and it feels oh, so good. Mwah. Chef's kiss. kiss to Tom Hiddleston. And the surprise of the show was how amazing Owen Wilson was. Wasn't sure. Wasn't sure. We talked about this already, but wasn't sure Owen Wilson, is he going to be the kooky, like, wedding crasher, Starsky and Hutch kind of Owen Wilson? Or are we going to get, you know, like, a more seasoned Owen Wilson with some, you know, a lot more acting experience? I mean, not that he wasn't already an experienced actor with those movies, but... The Owen Wilson type. Yes. There's the Owen Wilson character. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, we're looking for an Owen Wilson type of character. He's goofy and yes. wow. And <laughs> Did, Okay, real quick, real quick. Did you know that there is somebody on YouTube who collected every single wow that he has ever said in a movie? And he put – this person put them put that in chronological order. From his first movie. I don't know if I've seen it in chronological, but I feel like I've seen a collection of all of his wows. Oh, it was, I started watching it. One, his first movie, he's in, he's in, at least credited, uh, his, he says it with his brother, uh, Luke Wilson, and he said, and I'm like, he, he looks like a child. He looks like so, so freaking young, and I think. Do we still have the Jack Nellis? Um, no, it looked, it was big, but I don't think it had those creases in it yet. Yeah, so I don't know if, if something happened, obviously that it, it looked, it's obviously the uh, case of having a broken nose, I think, but um, maybe he didn't have a broken nose, who knows? Who knows? His nose does. <laughs> Moving on from that terrible joke. Um, yeah, he was, he was great. Um, the time stuff is great and interesting. Um, I loved, uh, you know, when he, when Loki gets hit by one of the TVA agents, um, she hits him with a, with a baton that like slows him down to one sixteenth. I think they said his normal speed. And at first you think like, oh, they hit an action spot where it's going to be slow-mo, 
but then is like rippling yeah and it's like just like the scene is in slow-mo yeah and then she walks in in normal speed and is talking and says oh i just hit you so we slowed down to 116 speed but you feel that all real time Ugh. and mrs smitty and i as soon as his face started like like wavering we were just like oh my goodness yeah that was oh that was so cool and the comedy is so good when he he falls through and he gets um you know he's like trying to act all big and bad he's got his armor on from the first avengers movie and then he falls through the thing and then uh he get you know gets the tva like jumpsuit um and guys i'm so sorry smitty just you're so close to your camera and i I was looking down and i looked up and it freaked me out because you're like your eyes are just right there i was like oh my goodness that's that's smitty's that's really intense (laughs) it threw me off it threw me off so much i can see your pores have pores (laughs) this is not awkward at all um so here, I can match it. Here, here, ready? Here we go. Oh, God. There you go. This makes for such good audio. Oh, makes for great. Oh, and my, my elbow smacking the uh, table. Oh. Like, you know, you can. Uh, yeah. right oh, you're such a gross human being. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah, it was. Um, it was great. It was uh, it was funny. The Oh, yeah, he falls through, and then, like, the, <laughs> the guy's like, uh, you know. Uh, sign, sign this, sign this thing, and you shouldn't have said anything to me. Oh, I said, wow. How close our camera was, because now I'm just doing this stuff on purpose. Oh, of course, of course. Now, now I know. You shouldn't have said a word. Yeah, now, now it's going to be a running bit that nobody can see because we're we are an audio only podcast. But I can see it, and that's what matters. Screw the audience. No, I'm just kidding. We love you. Um, <laughs> There's our weekly insult to the fans presented by Red Guy. That's right. That's right. Gotta gotta do it. They know I do it all in all in love. Um, so Sorry, yeah, and then he's signing the thing. He and you know, please sign this. He's like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> and then another sheet of paper comes out. Oh, so good. This is everything you ever said. Yeah. Oh, so good. Like so funny. And then um, the... the it's just so funny because it's like a character known for monologuing. Yes. And having these speeches. Absolutely. Like, it's, not like, it's not like a Hawkeye character. <sighs> he really hasn't said a ton. Yeah. Like, it's Loki. Yeah. He's literally like, God of Mischief, a.k.a. like BSing. Yes. Like, yeah. So the fact that like... I thought that sack would be bigger. <laughs> yeah, and it was already pretty big. Um, yeah. yeah. So like that was yeah like like that whole segment of like, yes. him being processed. It was like oh, one so good bit after another. Like the like dwarf asking him if he's a robot or if he knows if he's a robot. <laughs> yes. and, and he's like he's asking like, wait, how would I know? Who didn't know it was a robot. Yeah. And he's like, well, this machine would melt you. And he's like... Walking so carefully through it. And then he's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. (laughs) Like, it's just so good. And then having to walk walk through those lines, like those DMV lines where they don't move, remove the partitions. And, oh, yeah, and the slip. And, like, you have to walk 
weave your way through the lines it's like oh, I'm the only person here are you, yeah like are you really gonna make me walk through these whole things and then the other guy I think it looks like he gets killed but apparently it's not being killed it's being reset um, because yeah, he could into that yeah episode. like what the actual baton does and it looks like it just melts the person away yeah and I was like oh my gosh and so his eyes bug out he's like trying to find his his ticket he's like oh my gosh and then he finds it but so good the the like the comedic timing on things i totally forgot when he tries to summon his daggers and he goes <laughs> oh so funny it was so and so good like, what is he doing the guy's like he's trying to use his power yeah <laughs> yeah and like because uh, it's like so funny that like the people he's dealing with at the TVA, which uh, was it the Time Variant Agency? Uh, I think Time Variance Authority. Authority. Yes. Uh, like they're just processing him, like you know, because this is their everyday thing. Yes. And they're not like explaining anything to them, so nope. therefore they're not really explaining anything to us, the audience. Yep. And just they're talking to him like. Like, why don't you know what to do? Like, why don't you, like, why are you asking all these questions? And he's, like, asking every question. And it's yeah. just, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's, and Owen Wilson so comes cool. along to help answer those questions for him. He's the only one, like, trying to work with him a little bit, but he also realizes he so, needs him. Because we find out towards the end that he's trying to, you know, he's trying to get something from Loki. He's trying to, yeah. uh, you know. Just trying to, and, and honestly, he's trying to use them, but he's trying to better them up before he can further do that. Yeah. I, I do, so you think that Owen Wilson's character has some bad intentions? No, but like, going into it, it's not like he's just trying to help Loki to help Loki. Like, True. He's trying to, like, he wants something. He's trying him. to do his like, job. He, he's very... He dresses that, okay, I need him, I want him. Yeah. So, it's not that he has bad intentions, but, like, it's not like he's doing it just to, like, oh, for the, you know, to be a good guy and help out Loki. Like, he's he's he not fully altruistic. Because he, right, he, he's yeah. doing these things because he wants something from him. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. I, I, I personally didn't see it that way. I saw... Owen Wilson being the one guy in the TVA trying not to just reset everything, you know? Like, he's trying to <clears throat> figure out the why, whereas everybody else in the TVA is just trying to get things back without asking any questions. Um, and, uh, and I think that's what's drawing, you know, a big reason of, of what's drawing me to him. His interactions with with Loki were great. Loki seeing his future if he had not diverted off the what did they call it, the sacred timeline? Sacred timeline. Yeah. To be honest, like you know, if you haven't watched Loki yet, by listening to this, you know, we're not going to fully explain everything. No. Like, Cause like you know, people are probably like, wait, the what? The TV who? And, yeah, exactly. Um, like, this is kind of conversation meant for 
watch the show. Yeah, because these are full spoilers. Things, but we're not going to explain no. everything. Like, this isn't like a full episode review. It's just, yeah. And not to mention it's stuff that we don't fully know and understand about either right. ourselves. So Because we're so, not like big comic book readers and these, some of the, like the TVA is uh, and the timekeepers and all that stuff. Like that is legit stuff from the comics that I've never read. So... Because when you and I talked the other day, we didn't know if TVA was comic-based. Oh, that's true. Um, I... I mean, I can I can do a quick um, I can do a quick Google search. Um, uh, but, saying, but the point you were going to say was uh, because yeah, this version of Loki is from at the end of Endgame when they go or in Endgame when they go back to the first Avengers movie. So this Loki isn't the one that experienced anything after the first Avengers. Didn't experience the yes. Dark World. Uh, Ragnarok, yeah, any, anything else? So like, yes, you know, the Loki that you know died in Endgame had been one that had formed a better bond with Thor and had more redeeming qualities. But this version of Loki was still like villain Loki. Yes. So and you know in this episode he like uh, Owen Wilson's character was Mobius. Uh, he like has like a projector that like can show a person's like timeline, and so while Mobius was he had escaped Mobius, he was then watching his future. Yes. See his mother die, which yeah. this Loki hadn't experienced yet. Yeah. And see him. And it broke his heart. Oh. And then eventually watch his own death. Yep. And yeah. so that really humbled him. And that was the best scene in the episode. Like, watching Tom Hiddleston watch all that stuff happen and, you know, knowing that he has played the character before and have and has been through that stuff as that character before, but now, like, as he's like acting... Said, the actor probably wasn't... He probably... He, he couldn't see... Yes. We seen, but we're hoping that they at least play the audio. Yes, have the sound cues, yeah. Because like, the characters were acting like a projector, like a holographic yeah. projector. Yeah. So, like, Tom House, the actor, is just, like, who knows what he was even working with. Like, yeah. if he, hopefully he at least had the audio to work with. But, I hope so. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. yeah, like, guy just uh, put, like, he's just such a good actor. We don't, I, I, I've told you this before, we don't deserve him, but I'm glad no. he's, I'm glad he's with us, glad he's, you know, sharing his talent with us, and I'm also, uh, I'm also just super impressed with the aesthetic and the style of the TVA, especially, like, that retro future style and everything that projector like, like, like i want those projectors like futuristic madmen yeah 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 that's a good that's a really good way to put it um and uh there's also a, a video game that i've played called control that has a very similar uh style um and uh so yeah it's it's so cool to have that style and but that uh, that scene was just so good and then um uh, I did. I did see here the TVA was established in the Marvel comics um, in Thor, actually in 1986. 
So um, they have been in the Marvel comics for a while. Um, and yeah, they were, it says they were created to be like a retcon tool of sort. So, um, Interesting. yeah. So, which is usually when creators have let their, uh, stories kind of go off the rails, a common tool that is used is time travel, uh, to retcon things. So, Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm super impressed with the show. Can't wait to see where it goes, um, what's happening with the other variant that they're chasing. I think that's the one thing maybe we could keep uh, spoiler-free as to the, uh, the, the um, uh, antagonist, maybe, of the, uh, of the series. Or at least what, who looks to be the antagonist. And, yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll that, uh, you know. It was kind of like uh, the big cliff cliffhanger of the yes. episode is, or like the big like reveal. So uh, we'll yeah we'll wait to see where they go with it in this week's episode. Yes, I do love the fact that like man we pulled it up uh, that the name of the episode is Glorious Purpose. Oh yes, like, like the uh. fact that like that was like. His big speech in yes. Avengers right before yep. Hulk smashed crap out of him. Yeah. Like, Burdened with glorious like, purpose. Yeah, burden with glorious Yeah. <laughs> so we got to start I'm like, oh, well done. Yeah. I, I was like, like, as soon as I read that, I had watched the first Avengers movie so many times. Like, probably at least ten times I've seen that movie. And so, as soon as I saw that title, I was like, "All right, I I think I think this is gonna be a good ride." <laughs> so yeah, it's still it. We talked about like the Infinity Stones being in the drawers and they're used as paperweights. It's like, eh, I'm I'm not I'm not sure how I feel about that. But at the same time, uh, I have I faith think that it's worth, yeah, like a lot of those lines I saw <clears throat> someone did like a Photoshop today, and it was like. The end game, I think, or like the Infinity War poster, mm-hmm. and but uh, the Avengers like a uh, paperweight. Yeah, uh, and it's <laughs> just like I have to look that up. Like I don't, I don't view it as a huge like issue. Like you said that you've watched or read things where people are like, you know, there's been twenty some movies. Yeah, like this, the Infinity Stones, and they're kind of like downplaying it but it's like yeah that's what it, that's what it felt like to them and and for a split second i kind of felt similarly um but then at the same time like with you know before we knew about the tva like those movies still did very much mean a lot and you know i'm not gonna retroactively let them feel any less just because of what they're saying but at the same time like that's what was meant to happen in the quote unquote sacred timeline anyways. So it's still yeah, it's just, still I impactful. Don't line, I don't think a line like that <clears throat> was like meant as like this no. huge like oh we're gonna you know, dismiss <laughs> a decade worth of yeah. movies, like undo the thing that made like, us billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, it was a line meant for like a good off and yeah. like move on. Like Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, so yeah, I'm not gonna let that no, I don't think it tarnishes anything, because like they're in this own separate kind of its own universe. So yeah. it's like, 
Yeah. You know, the it's one very strange. Doesn't know the thing. His name was Casey. Yes. Didn't know who the fish was. Yes. The, the, the yeah, that the administrative guy office guy. Like, oh my gosh, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um it's strange to think about because it's like obviously they they exist and they work outside of normal parameters and normal rules it looks like maybe they can kind of die like normal people but like how do you start working for the tva if you're just a human like how do you find out about them how do you work for them how do you become like owen wilson where you're kind of like a detective for them you know like it's it's all um stuff that uh you know, obviously, I don't think that's going to be the mystery that they're going to dig into. Um, but I hope maybe it's explained a little bit. I would hope they shed more light yes. on the TVA. Yeah. Because, like, there's just lots of questions. Like, yeah. And why the yeah, judge well, looked like she was 25. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just... Yeah, so it's just be... it's all very intriguing and it and it's designed the right way to make you want to come back for episode two. Yeah, yep. So we're very excited for it in my household, and I told Isaiah, I'm like, That's I rare. think he would like it. I think he would like it because he likes, you know, he d- doesn't necessarily like, you know, all the straightforward stuff, and he likes Loki. So I think I think he would enjoy it, but. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And yeah, and like I said, like, Mrs. Smitty and I, like, all the Marvel shows, movies, we, like, that's our thing. That, yes. Like, you know, we, we only have all the shared interests, but, like, we have enough that, like, when it comes to Marvel movies, we're both in. Yes. Same here. And so, yeah, so, like, Wednesday night was a weird night for us. Uh, the boys had started their new soccer this week, and mm-hmm. so they... Uh, had a late night, and just by the time we got them to bed, and then we were eating dinner and getting ready for bed ourselves. So we didn't yeah. get to watch it Wednesday. I know you didn't get uh, to watch it Wednesday either. No, no, we watched but it Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yeah, like we sat down for dinner. I just went straight to Disney. And she was, yeah, Loki. <laughs> yeah, and oh man, like, and I and I told you this again with that with that uh, the time baton thing where she slowed him down, and. Like I said, when she came into frame, <clears throat> he, you know, she said what she said about the about the pain and everything. Grace just looked back at me with this with this big grin on her face, and I was looking at her with a big old stupid grin on my face. And we were like, "All right, this is gonna be cool stuff." So, um, yeah, we're very very uh, excited to see where the show goes. So, yeah, but I think uh, I think, uh, I think that's a. Uh... That's a wrap for this week. I think so. We are at twelve oh seven a.m. We went. We started recording. Oh we we started recording on June twelfth. We are now recording uh, on June thirteenth. <laughs> my goodness. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Smitty, do you, would you like to remind the listeners where they can listen to us if they want to share the show with other people? 
I'll try it, but I don't remember all the fine apps. Would Would you like uh, me to bring it up? Because I can I can bring it up for you instead. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't have the information. Okay. <laughs> so um, we are available if you would like to listen to us and share us with uh, friends, family, loved ones, pets. Um, <laughs> even people you don't like. Share us with your enemies. Um, yeah. do what Jesus so, said. Love so men fences. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, so you, know, yes. you don't have to like the person. Be like, hey, this is going to show you. If I think you're a jerk, you might like this. That's right. Jesus said to love your enemies. Love them by sending, sharing, you know, uh, our episodes with us. specifically share the Smitty of Yes, podcast. that's right. I read that scripture. Yeah, yep. It was in between the lines. You know, you really had to, it's kind of like the Santa yeah. Claus. You got to bring up the magnifying glass. It's in there, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a new, I have a new uh, version. It's in there. Okay, nice. Very good. The the Smitty, okay. the Smitty yeah, translation. Say something else sacrilegious. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, so we are available on Anchor Breaker, which I didn't know Breaker was a podcast thing, but it is. <clears throat> um, Google Podcasts. Uh, we are on Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Um, RSS feed. And an RSS feed. That is correct. I don't know what I, an RSS yeah, feed does. You can listen to us through that. I I think contextually from hearing other people talk about RSS feeds, I think what it does is it compiles all the different places that you can get a show. And then if you are uh, if you use one of those channels to listen to a show, it'll send you there. So I don't know. I th- okay. But I could be completely wrong because I'm computer kind of literate. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's where you can get us. Um, I also stream a couple times a week on twitch.tv slash ryguy underscore 912. I might be trying to change that Twitch handle again. Just because it's kind of wordy, it doesn't really flow off of uh, the tongues there. So, um, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, I stream video games every Tuesday. I'm on there with the Love Thy Nerd crew, um, streaming Among Us, which is a great fun game. And now uh, looks like we're gonna be trying to do Saturdays as well, playing a game called Goose Goose Duck. Um, it's, it's an Among Us clone, but you, but they modified it quite a bit and, uh, I got to play it a little bit this afternoon and it was fun. It was good. So, and now I'm staring into the caverns that are Smitty's nostrils and, uh, (laughs) it's wonderful. So anyways, yes, that is episode eight. (laughs) Yeah, Jim, it was. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, so, my guy, I am Smitty. Thank you for listening, and hopefully we will catch you next week. Hopefully we did not turn you off of our show. <laughs> hopefully not. This so, catch you next week. All right, keep it locked.